Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and I'm here with my co-host, Joe Gruen. And this week, we are doing Guns Akimbo, a movie by a director who never had a bad opinion. <laughs> no Joe, one's going to get that. <laughs> Except us. We discovered right before recording that he uh, self-canceled, I guess is what we'll the call name. it. Jason, Jason Lee Howden. Howden. He self-canceled, and um, he had a the phrase that I like to use. He was red, mad, and nude online, and had a real good meltdown over it. <laughs> so, Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jeff. Better than Jason Lee Howden. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that guy's gonna get a whole lot of opportunities at this point. No, I don't think so. Oh, boy. So if this is your first episode of The Reactionaries, welcome in. What we do is we take a look at action movies, uh, mostly bad action movies. Um, but we've watched some good ones along the way, like uh, Karate Cop. Yeah. Mega good, Cop. Mega Cop. All the Ron Martin Machines. Death Machines. Uh, what we do is we take a look at uh, bad action movies, and uh, we break them down, go through them for you folks so that you don't have to watch them. Uh, the only downside to this is we usually take about as long as the movie is, and um, there's nothing to look at. There's no shiny object, so. There's not. I guess uh, but you, you can, can just watch the movie. Yeah, I mean, you can watch the trailer with our trailer podcast. Yes. You can, uh, I don't know, take a bunch of screenshots and, like, reenact what we're talking about while we're talking about the movie. I mean, there's a whole lot of options for people. Yeah. There's a certain amount of this movie that I would definitely try at home. Bolting guns to your hands is honestly top of that list. Trying, trying to put on your pants with your guns or with your fingers in on the trigger is definitely a top 10 thing that you should try at home. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like a juicing diet. You got to deprive yourself of the ability to use your hands and that makes you a better person. And then your hands, are that much better when you when you use them again it works that they much really better. are jeff i i'm not gonna lie i had this thought while i was watching this movie it was like having gun hands might make you a stronger person i mean that might be the theme of this movie it might be i mean it definitely well spoiler alert it doesn't help you get the girl but no. um it, it does uh help you meet friends but it helps you bleed out to the point where you think you're getting the girl <laughs> that's true and really if that moment stretches on long enough isn't that the same it's an eternity. Yeah, it's a paradise at that point. Yeah. So um, this is a movie that came out in, we'll say 2019. That's when it debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival. Was released in major distribution in 2020 right before coronavirus hit. Yes. So, Joe, why don't you talk about the financials to Guns Akimbo, and then we'll get into this bad boy. Another movie distributed by our good friend, Chaim Saban. Chaim Saban. Yes. Go Jews. Uh, <laughs> so... We have Guns Akimbo, released in 2019, internationally released locally, February 28th, locally, United States, uh, 20, February 28th of 2020, uh, got a whole two weeks or whatever in the theaters before everything shut down, directed by Jason Lee Howden, aforementioned racist, and the budget <laughs> was 830, oh, a, Budget, it's controversial whether it was 835102 or 833665 um, Or no, I'm sorry, that was the box office earnings yes. for it. We have no idea what the budget is because we could not find that online. I imagine it's a few million. I imagine this movie lost a lot of money. Yet a additional reason why Jason Lee Howden may never see Hollywood again. Yeah, uh, and so, I'm also wondering if the budget isn't finalized yet because – uh, they have to have the lawyers for all of them for his racism lawsuits on retainer there. Maybe maybe right. uh, that that's 
uh, filing into the budget. Yeah, maybe that's why they're not releasing it yet. That could yeah. be the case. Um, but yes, anytime you get Harry Potter for a movie, it's got to be at least a few mil, I would imagine. Yeah, it's uh, getting Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving, who is on it, like she's an up and coming game trajectory. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 going to be. I'm guessing this movie was at least fifteen million. I would have I to guess. guess. That's yeah. that's probably. And I mean, the special effects were pretty sweet, so I I could see it easily pushing into the thirty forty mil range. Not a lot of simple shots in this one, which would definitely drive up the price. So. Right. So, um, so real quick, Joe, one thing that I want to talk about before we talk about the movie is this movie basically is the purest essence of doing a ton of coke and writing a script in a weekend. Sure. Yeah. Am I crazy about that? No, I don't think you are. I think that this this is some sort of drug fever playing yeah. out on screen. Um, because there are lines that, yeah, I like that we're doing an overview of this movie because there are lines that like seem like they were written by an entirely different person yeah. who was on something. There are scenes and choices that are just kind of thrown in insanely. And, and like, yeah, it's, it's just a very, it's an interesting movie that feels like it was almost made by the same person, but in different phases of their life. In different, in different like uh, states of intoxication. Yeah. And and the thing is too, there's is there's a part later on in the movie where I'm not going to say what it is specifically, um, where something happens and then you get like a rewind flashback to how that got set up, but it really feels like they were just like writing it and they were like, wait, how did they get to this point? Yes. Okay. Okay. Flashback. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do. Got to do a flashback. <laughs> But this is going to be kind of a long flat. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Just do it. Let's do it. And it, and, and the fact that it, it got jammed in there really feels like it's like a uh, a double. Um, like they never did a second run on it. Like they were just like, just go, just go, just yeah. just go. And so it's one of those stories. Like you hear these stories of, you know, these movies written in a weekend by, by two guys in an eight ball. And it really feels like that's what happened with uh, with Guns Akimbo. Just very, very frenetic. Very like just scenes happen. Scenes end. Things just go and, and just happen, and you're just like, oh, can you guys slow down for, like, 30 seconds? Yeah, I mean, the the fact that their main hero, heroine, hey. not a oh, play yeah. on and words. She loves, and she loves cocaine. That's the way she powers up. It yeah. feels more like a cry for help than a, a narrative tool. Yeah, and um, that's when she screams, uh, I have the power like He-Man. Mm-hmm. So that, that really, that really is like, dude did a line and was like... I have the power. And they're like, that's great. Put that in the movie. This is going in the movie. (laughs) This is going in the movie. (laughs) They're strong. Two guys lock themselves in a hotel with an eight ball vibes coming from this whole movie. And like, there's a whole 15 to 20 minute packed there where they're like this. They're not taking this out. We will fight to the death. (laughs) And then they're seen He-Man doesn't matter. (laughs) It's gold. It's gold. Trust me. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, as we go through this movie, a lot of cocaine energy. And I think halfway through that bender, they watched Suicide Squad. Yeah, a lot of Suicide Squad in this. Yeah, especially uh, uh, Richter is just Jared Leto's Joker. Yes, with less makeup. With less. Well, I mean, like he's got all the crazy writing tattoos thing. He's got all the really weird energy. I think he's uh, he's referred to as a, a a 
weak dildo, an old dildo that someone sharpied all over. Yeah. I think, Something yeah, like or a used up, used up dildo. Used up dildo that someone drew on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, so I think halfway through they're like, we got to take a break. And they watch Suicide Squad and they're like, yes. Well, there's some shots from uh, fucking Natural Born Killers in here. Oh, like really? Speci- that they use a few times where they follow the bullet into oh. someone's, not into the head, but like the camera cuts right as it hits the head. But you follow the bullet from behind like a point of view or a not point of view, but like third person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's that was used in in uh, Natural Born Killers quite a bit. Yeah, but yeah, so, this is um, a lot of cocaine energy in this movie. A lot yeah, the cocaine energy. A lot, and it starts right away. So we get static crossover of the Occupant Entertainment logo. You know how like a lot of the newer movies they'll start the movie in the production logo. Yeah. This one's you know got static. And then it statics to a robot narrator who looks suspiciously like Judd Nelson. Did it? I put di- di- digital uh, jigsaw because I thought he was. He, That's he the way he jigsaw. Talks. Yeah. The face looks like a demonic Judd Nelson, and I oh, I don't yeah. know if they got him for that, but that would add an extra few million to the budget. Uh, so this robot narrator says, "You sit on your computers." liking pictures of smiling babies, sharing inspirational quotes. But what you really want to see is death. You click on horrific news headlines, violence, destruction, terrorism, war, because it makes your shitty little lives seem a little bit less shitty. You want to go viral? Schism is the virus. Right off the bat, I don't like this guy. I don't like being seen in movies like this. Yeah, straight calling me out. Right away. (laughs) Straight calling me out. Like, you're actually online all the time because you're miserable. God damn you. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, but thankfully, we get introduced to our first character uh, actually after this scene. Um, and we realize he was talking to him the whole time, wasn't I? Yeah, it's great. Woo! We're okay. Fine. Uh, so, we get our DJs, Mr. Longshot and Daddy Double Taps. Yeah. Who are hosting a live radio show. Covering the schism carnage, which involves two people trying to kill each other in dramatic fashion. Uh, I'm not sure why one gets a whole posse, but he loses anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they people got mad. They're like, he broke the rules. It was a posse in a one v one. Like, wait, who said that? Somebody says that in this movie. I'm like, oh, the calm nerds. Down, guys. Yeah, it's like, calm down, guys. It's okay. Yeah, those nerds. <laughs> uh, not us. <laughs> not, not us. Yeah, those nerds. Uh, so this is a daily show, which is insane if you think about it. <laughs> this is going on every day in this city. And nobody shuts anything down. No. There's never a cop presence until, like, way after. Well, and, and then Richter uh, says that he owns the cops, uh, Ned Dennehy, but it's just owns like... Cop. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's one cop. That's the thing, is it's just one cop. Yeah, so the system should be working against this, but they are taking a vacation from it. Yeah, because also, too, they show up at the at the scene of the thing, which if there was any sort of uh, real buy-in from the police, they just wouldn't show up. Right. It's just, yeah, so they – right, but they storm it after, like, everything's done. Yeah. So they're totally ineffective against it. Yeah, they just suck. They just suck, like in real life. So <laughs> why am I so salty right now? Uh, Vadim versus Nix. That's our first matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, head to head. 
who's going to die today? Um, that's what they say. And it's Vadim. And he spoiler and his whole crew, alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's he not dies one of the main quick. characters, yeah. Uh, he and his whole crew get shot up after a car chase. Mm-hmm. And Nyx spins out, okay? She's, like, going behind him. Then she gets around him, spins out, shoots through her side window uh, into their windshield, front windshield, with a submachine gun of some kind, and takes them all out. Uh, this might be a better chase scene than any of the Fast and Furious chase scenes, and that's not even this movie's bread and butter. No, it's um, it's definitely more... They lean into it harder because it's faster and more stylized and more crazy. Whereas Fast and the Furious is like, here's a car going fast and shifting. Like, that's their chase scenes is a lot of that. Instead of just, here's all the crazy stuff that can happen in a chase scene. Right. Which is what they get right into right away with Akimbo. Yeah, this one's much quicker, but it's like, it's just well done. Like, I really mm-hmm. liked it. Uh, first time we hear you spin me round... Mm-hmm. Um, one of many many times many many times yeah this movie has two songs and i can i'm not sure which one i'm going to use at the end at this point uh drug uh, oh we have the truck that veers off that got shot up and it explodes and we're about three and a half minutes in this yeah. is already super intense um so miles is we get introduced to miles mm-hmm. and he's our main character he is complaining about how schism is ruining the world um and he works at a tech company um oh miles needs oh i said miles needs to watch where he's fucking going this is yeah, the first time he runs into that guy who he runs into twice in this movie but miles when he's introduced you get the trope that so many awful movies start this way hey i'm miles yes this is the story of the worst day of my life and i was yeah. like oh oh that's what he did say that that was he did just say that okay yeah, that's I was just like, oh, boy, we are in for whatever the opposite of a treat is. Yeah, it's just that's such an unnecessary tool. Like we came to watch your movie. Yeah, we, we know what's going Well, it's it's that cocaine energy. They're like, how do we explain all Just Just have him be a narrator. He'll just narrate the whole thing. It's fine. Yeah. How, that really we can't do any of this subtly. We, yeah. we, we're not in a subtle mode right now. Yeah, so it just really cuts through all that. So yeah, yeah, he's a code monkey for uh, Nut Hunt Two. Nut Bus Two, wasn't oh, it? Oh, Nut Bus Two. Yeah, he's a code monkey for Nut Bus Two, which is a cell phone game designed to drain bank accounts. Uh huh. Um. Also, Miles frames his life in a way that makes us all feel like losers. Did you notice that? <laughs> like, he's like saying all these things like, I'm a nobody now. I do this and this. And that. I'm like, shit, I do like all these things. Yeah. He was like, I wanted to be a hero, but I'm a nobody. And then he just like lists how most of us live our life now. Yeah. Like the average American life. I um, wonder if the writer has like a fail son. And so, could be. <laughs> and so that's his fail son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jason Lee Howden wrote it too. So maybe he's the fail son. He, he very well could be. Um, so Miles creates a legendary straw that allows him to drink while lying down. Such a uh, long straw. Such a long straw and such a great idea. Um, then Miles spends his work hours trolling people and reporting people online, which makes me feel less bad about him being nicknamed Cucklord at work. Yeah. And then, yeah, they definitely call him Cucklord. And then um, he has a very abusive relationship with his boss. Yes. 
<laughs> his boss is like, hey, sign this going away card. And he's like, oh, who's going away? He's like, you. You're fired. He's like, what? He's like, ah, I'm just joshing you. I'm just fucking with it. He put so much effort, though, <laughs> into that. He went, out, he went out. He bought a going away card. He wrote, you know, like a, a little message in it. A little message. He created a paper trail for Harry Potter to just go to HR and be like, excuse me. Jeff, there's no HR in this company. Come on. <laughs> there's got to be HR. Even InfoWars has HR, Joe. Uh, is it? Is that true? It's Alex Jones's dad. Uh, oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, they're like imaginary elites. <laughs> like, uh, they don't really exist. <laughs> no, there's actually, yeah. But, I mean, the, it, he just has a very abusive relationship with his boss. Yes. And uh, to make things worse, uh, he accidentally likes his ex's photo. Oh, no, Joe. We've all been there. Um, so Miles gets chewed out by his boss mm-hmm. uh, after he put that impressive effort effort into punking him. Which I want to know. So Miles was late to work. That's why he gets so upset with him to begin yes. with. Yes. And so did he have this card already and was just waiting for Miles to be late for work or was Miles not show up on time and he like went down to CVS and like bought a card and then My- brought it back? Miles comes across to me as the kind of guy that shows up to work late a lot. Late a lot. So this like, has been sitting in the boss's desk for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He's been planning this for a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, at this point, I'm not sure I don't like any of these characters, really. So I'm not really sure to root for at this point. Uh, also, Miles has asthma. We find mm-hmm. that out here. That comes in a lot in this movie. And he has a. Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about this. Along with Cucklord on his computer screen, there is a picture of him fucking himself as an as like a pig. I did not I did not see that. I missed that. There's a drawing of two animals fucking each other. Oh, the drawing. The shitty drawings. They're like it's like this his fucking boss had his five year old draw this. Hey, I got this asshole at work on a bunk. You think you could draw a picture of two of your shitty animals fucking each other? And the kid's like, all right. For you, bro. If you want daddy to love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Miles then finds out about Schism mm-hmm. and decides to leave them a review when he's back at his apartment. Um, even the login advice is aggressive. It says log in pussy to people who comment as guests. Which it's is pretty. It's a uh, it's yeah. So much about the, the Schism aesthetic is just so uh off-putting unnecessarily off-putting jeff this whole movie has a lot of anger in it and i think i'm i get now why <laughs> yeah jason lee howden really uh working some stuff out in this movie yes um so miles seems to enjoy people getting angry at him mm-hmm. that's our that's it. our fucking protagonist he's yeah. like loves this shit he's like fucking hate me he like logs in he's like <laughs> i was the ultimate troll hunter like come on dude and then he says something and somebody says, like, fuck you talking about. It. He's like, yes, fucking hate me. Yeah, he's like, I, he's like, yeah, he, he was reveling in it, which as somebody who argues with people online, because I'm chronically online, mm-hmm. I never say stuff like that. <laughs> I'm never oh, like to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm never like, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a this, troll. Like, yeah, it's troll behavior. It's like um fucking Kyle's dad in South Park. In the whole troll storyline does that exact thing where he's like, yes, yes. And he's like drinking wine and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's very cartoonish. 
he also says some fucked up shit online. I don't know if you noticed this. No, not exactly. What did he what did he say? He said uh, some examples are you think your butt hurt now. This is coming from our protagonist and come up to your mom's room and say that to my face. So, oh, like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's not saying like the most insane stuff that's being said. And there's a lot of insane stuff, but he's still like, you know, he's talking about blameless. fucking people's moms. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's some like blameless entity. No, he's 100% instigating this and enjoying it. Um, and also, like, making gay jokes. And this is 2020. It's like... What? Yeah. It, it was a lot of um, stuff that feels like it was written in, like, 2005. By a teenager. Yeah, by a teenager. Yeah. Uh, so Miles fucks with the admin, mm-hmm. and they trace his IP address. So he is in trouble. Now. Which he gets so scared when they trace his IP address. That was something that you could do in like 1998 on America Online pretty easily. And he's, it's fine if you're not a part of this world, but he's a programmer. It's he's fucking like, code monkey. Yeah, he's a code monkey. And he's like, oh no, they got my IP address. It's like, how? How? Yeah, <laughs> you could do this. And if you yeah. really want to screw with people, use a VPN and it bounces your IP everywhere. Exactly. He should know that shit. Um, so. Miles is X, then Tex immediately, and he thinks it's them. So there's a little fake scare. I will give this movie a lot of credit. It has a lot of things that are well done. Like, I think the fake outs are good, and I think that they're well executed. And this is one of them, mm-hmm. where, like, he immediately gets a text right after he just had this, uh, you know, conversation online with the admin. The admin says he's coming after him. Um, but it turns out to be Nova. And Nova says she saw he was online stalking her, and that makes her want to see him again for some reason. Real, that's that's another. I'm gonna chalk, also chalk that up to cocaine energy, because that's not the reaction somebody would have if they found out they're being cyber stalked. Also, but Nova is ever, his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend, his ex girlfriend. Yeah, his ex girlfriend. Yeah, and um, yeah, just real like we'll meet at the park at ten. Like, <laughs> okay. Sure. Shit does not happen at all. Uh, so Miles fantasizes about his ex drawing on his arm. He has like a little fantasy mm-hmm. about them in the park um, and him making these shitty jokes. Man, man, a man bitten by a radioactive man. Yeah, that whole bit. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Miles then gets visited. Oh, he gets snapped out of it. He gets a knock on his door. He's visited by four thugs. To mm-hmm. beat the shit out of him and break his computer. Mm-hmm. He learned okay. the first rule of uh, of uh, dealing with thugs, which is, uh, you know, talk shit, get hit. Yes. This is maybe my favorite line in the whole movie right here. Uh, Richter, who is the head ga- uh, bad guy here, he is the one covered in tattoos. And he says, uh, relax, Miles. We didn't come to smash your hands. And <laughs> then my favorite character in the movie. Dane. My favorite, too. Dane shows up. Dane, if you want an image of him, it's it's like only a few people are going to get this. Ryan Leone, <laughs> if he just worked out all the time. Because the uh, way he delivers this line is so Leone-esque. He says, why did you tell me – here, I'm going <laughs> to – why did you tell me to bring a hand-smashing hammer then? Yeah, just that – yeah, the very uh, 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 Adam Sandler-esque impression that Leone pretty much nailed. 
That's yes. very true. But I love, yeah, I love Dane and his, why'd you tell me to bring my hand smashing hammer then? Hand smashing hammer then. Um, and he just like holds the hammer up. Yeah, next he's to like him. holding it. Why'd you tell me to bring this? <laughs> um, so Miles gets shot with a trank dart and then operated on with, we were both wrong. You said it was a bolt gun. I yeah. said it was a saw. It's a drill. You can tell right oh, away. Oh, that was a drill. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can see it rotating. I said, makes sense. I said I saw enough to prove that I was right. And then I looked away. I covered my eyes so I couldn't see anything else. Bolt gun made a hell of a lot more sense because they weren't cutting stuff off. They yeah. were bolting stuff in. But it looks like they may have drilled holes first through the palms. Yeah. And then this scene, big, uh, like we said before, Bioshock cutscene vibes, but even more so from the opening, like even more so. Cause yeah, it does this is feel like right out of Bioshock. Cause yeah, you see his hands and like everything's waving. And it's like closed, like the the point of vision like closes and then opens up and something else is going on and closes and something else is going. Like it jumps forward in the scene, big. Looking up. And, yeah. And that's actually one of the like handful of tidbits on IMDb is they were like, they drew a lot of inspiration from first person shooters, which obviously you could tell. So I'm guessing this was intentionally a Bioshock scene. Yeah, there's a lot of video game kind of references in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miles then wakes up back at his apartment, and he's got his gun hands, and he gets 50 rounds on each of his guns. And he tries to use his phone, fails, and then wastes a round in the process. He shoots his uh, he Rambo. He shoots Rambo, yeah. Can we, can we talk about real quick when he discovers his gun hands and the real brain genius thing he tries to do? Uh, he tries to pull them out. Yeah, he tries to pull the guns off of his hands that are bo- they're no both no finger mobility. Yeah. yeah, he just basically pushes the guns against each other, and then he's shocked that it hurts. Right. <laughs> yeah, which that's another thing. This really, this movie really should have gone all the way with his hands getting infected through the thing. Yes. Like they should get swollen and red and like start to smell and like pus and stuff. Yeah, yeah smell. Up. People like like don't want to be around him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like if Nix is like just keep those, you know, keep your gun hand your uh your infected gun hands away from you or something like that. But he's he, fine. Right. He gets some back alley. Granted it's a day, so maybe it doesn't really have a lot of time to to build up, but he has some back alley guns bolted to his hands, which no trigger discipline. Come on. Yes, and also he has 50 rounds in each gun. Uh-huh. Standard pistol will hold, I believe, 22, 24. Well, he's also got, you see it on some of the shots, he's got a clip that kind of like goes out and then like down his wrist a little bit. Okay, I didn't see any any additional clips, so that would be... Yeah, they have weird clips in this, like um, they have pistols. Nix has a pistol with like a Tommy gun. Yeah, I'm used to seeing those. Those yeah. circuit, those ones exist, but like yeah. I've never really seen one that goes like down the forearm. So. Yeah, it's got it goes slightly down the forearm a little bit, which I I'm not going to get into the mechanics of you know being a pedant about how that works where it changes direction, but but yeah, he does have. They did go through the effort of being like, okay, he's got to fit extra bullets in here somehow. All right, that's good. At least they they stayed true to form. So uh, he tries to use his. Oh wait, I've said that. He tries to use his phone and then failed. Uh, so he texts, oh, he gets a text. Text tells him to kill Nix. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, who the fuck is next? Um, oh, he has to kill Nix in the next 24 hours or he's dead. Um, and then he says, who the fuck is Nix? Get a hard cut to the scene of Nix killing 40 guys with dual mm-hmm. submachine guns. While and Ballroom it, Blitz plays. A remake of Ballroom Blitz. 
Um, so I guess this movie has three songs. But yes, yeah. Ballroom Blitz is big in this scene. Uh, she also has, we get an answer to the uh, Lego punch. She has Lego knuckles. Too cute. Glass knuckles made out of Legos. Too cute, dude. Super cute. Coke in her. No, too, like, like they're getting too cute with it. Oh, too cute. Okay. Too no, cute, I agree. Because yeah. it doesn't really come back for the rest of the movie. It's not like. It's no they show relevance. It twice. They show it when she's chasing uh, what's his face at the beginning, Vadim. They show her driving with the, and then they show it, her punching the guy. But there's no reason for it. There's no payback. There's no like payoff where like she punches the guy and then somebody an like doesn't un- have shoes on and like steps on Legos with like bare it's feet. An unloaded Chekhov's gun. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. And it's just them getting too cute, which I'm chalking up to Joe. Cocaine. The, the theme of this movie, which is <laughs> cocaine energy. Um, does she do cocaine here? Is that why you're saying that? Probably. She does. Yeah. That's, she gets her face smashed into the into the kilo. Yes. And like, and then she gets powers again. She gets like superpowers. Yes, but first we figure out that Nix is at the top of the schism leaderboard. Okay, yeah. she is their number one person. Um, so she's raiding this weapons compound. Um. And then she gets her face smashed on it. There's all sorts of stuff. I didn't cover it. But she's just basically shooting a bunch of guys. Um, she uh, gets her face smashed into the cocaine, does some cocaine, goes on a rampage, kills everyone, grabs all the weapons that she'll mm-hmm. need. Because that answers actually an important question that I had. I didn't realize that in the first viewing. I was like, how is she getting all these fucking weapons? She has a fucking bazooka. Mm-hmm. She has, like, infinite guns. Explosives. Yeah, she, she snags the weapons cache, yeah. But she snags the weapons cache. And then she flees from the cops who get uh-huh. there just at the beginning. So yeah. Nick's uh, background on news. Oh, okay. The news gives us a little bit background on Nick's. Mm-hmm. Full name is Nick's DeGraves. Mm-hmm. Found criminally insane at age 13. Which is wild. Wild. <laughs> criminally insane at age 13. You got to do a lot to go criminally insane. <laughs> yeah. As a child. Yeah, so she, she like, killed some people early. Um, and then escaped from a max security facility. Uh, so we see Richter and his crew with cameras across the city, constantly monitoring from their control base. Uh, Richter texts Nix that she has one more kill, and he'll talk to his source about wiping her record. Mm-hmm. She says she's out after this fight. Yeah, and Schism headquarters has... It's very pink. It's yeah. very blue. It's very dark. I hate it so much. This it's, aesthetic that's in every movie now. It's Suicide Squad aesthetic. It's I hate it so much. It's again, they watched a bunch of movies. That, so what I think happened is they did a bunch of coke, watched a bunch of movies, then returned to it, did a bunch more coke, and then wrote the script. You know, this might be like people that were really into Qzar and Laser Force when they were younger. Because this Maybe. is a lot of black light lit shit. A lot of laser tag vibes. You're right with the rooms and stuff. And, and it's dark with, um, you know, like uh, high contrast colors. Because that was like how you could see your way around in laser tag. was the, It was a black light then. But this is just high contrast. Like the dark with the very bright pink and very bright blue. So yeah. I I think your head is right where this is mo- they're, them doing laser tag. Well, there we go. Um, so... She also finds out her opponent is Miles, Miles Lee, Harris. Lee Harris. Great, great uh, uh, criminal name. Serial you killer name. You got Richter, Nix, Gask, Vedim, 
Miles Lee Harris. Yeah, he doesn't even get a normal name. <laughs> he does later. He becomes Guns Akimbo later. Yes. That's that's they say the name of the movie. That's true. Yes. Uh, so Nix infiltrates the police station with a Focus cop uniform. Part the, best part of the movie. It's a cop uniform with a fake mustache. <laughs> Completely. She just on, tucks her hair up in poorly into the hat and puts on a, a, a crooked fake mustache and everybody yeah. just lets her just stroll on through. Go look up Samara Weaving. She's a very attractive blonde girl. And imagine her in a mustache and glasses. And that's what you got. She, okay. It's not, she's the mustache also, doesn't even match her hair color, by the way. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Cause she's got the blonde hair and the, the mustache. She's very, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like lithe? Like she's very like thin and very feminine. Yes. And she's trying to be a male cop. Yeah. Yeah. It's just silly. Like it's just it's oh, one funny. of those things that just it's so absurd it makes you laugh. Yeah, it hits just right. But it's And it's also, not unintentional. It's very clearly it's intentional. Because the mustache is askew and everything. Like it's she does it very poorly, but it works. Yeah. She just goes in and is like uh, hello, Patriot Act. Please give me all the information on this person. And she does. She she finds Miles's record, his phone number, hacks his phone. Nix is a fucking genius on top of being a badass assassin. She's like Tej. She, yes. If there's a computer thing, she can do it. It doesn't matter. But like Tej, if Tej could shoot. Oh, Joe, that's so mean to Tej. Who knows what we'll see in uh, F10. Who knows? Um, or F9? Are we in... We're on F9, but it's the 10th movie because of uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Right. Uh, so, meanwhile, Miles is... Oh, yeah. It's a nice contrast to this badass, this, like, infinite badass. Meanwhile, is trying. Uh, Miles is trying to figure out how to take a piss with his gun hands. Did not expect going into At this that movie moment? That I was like, oh, I'm going to see a penis in this movie. Did not expect that. Was oh, not you ready get to for see that. his penis. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you see it. Joe, I don't know if the phrase get to... Is what you want to use here? <laughs> I didn't. I honestly didn't even remember. I I feel like I saw it and I was like, "That's weird." They must have used a fake penis, but maybe they used a real penis. Because didn't he do a Broadway show where he was completely nude? Maybe this is his kink. Maybe during Harry Potter, he was like, "I have a suggestion," and they were like, "Daniel, you're 11." <laughs> maybe he's that's behind, illegal. <laughs> yes. Maybe he was like behind the deep fake uh, obsession with Hermione. Oh, like, maybe. he's the one that started all that stuff. <laughs> like, 13. Um, so, anyway. Uh, also, he fails at putting his pants on. Also, and... he needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> or drink some water, dude. He is peeing apple juice. Which is funny, because, like, he knocks something over on his table when he finds out about his gun hands. But I thought it was, like, alcohol or something. Yeah, well, he was drinking a bunch of beer the night before, so... It could have been a beer, but it doesn't look like he drinks as much as he's peeing, which is like. But at the same time, dude, it is like dark brown. Like he needs to go to the doctor, man. He's got like that. Probably or, super dehydrated because that organic, unfiltered uh, apple cider look to it. It's like cloudy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he probably does not drink healthy. So anyway, he fails at putting his pants on. He rolls out pantsless in slippers. And he also struggles to open his door. We know about that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's a rolled up Coke snorting 20 in Nix's nose. Yep. You're right on with that. Yep, she just shows up, too. He opens his door, and she's just, like, right there. Right there. Everything in this movie happens really fast. So, like, I didn't even have time to, like, transition. Like, things are just bleeding into themselves. 
almost like somebody did a whole bunch of coke and then wrote the script. Well, I only explanation for this. Like, why does she have a rolled up 20 in her fucking nose? Yeah. Um, so she somehow misses him with like a hundred shots and grazes mm-hmm. him on the arm. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is the person that was killing people precisely. There were like 30 people she killed precisely in a drug compound. Well, Joe, this is you texted me about this, and I'm I'm saying her style only works if the person is running at her. If they're running away from her, she doesn't know how to do it. Right. So that's my that's my theory. I said it's either that or this is a very poorly made movie. It's definitely one or the other. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be the latter. But it would be great if she didn't know how to deal with cowardice. Like that was her one. Yeah. Weakness. She does say that at one point. She's like, "Stop running, you cowards!" So that yeah. might, you know. Um, ba, 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 she, ba, 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 she somehow, blah, blah, blah. oh, she calls his apartment a fap cave. Yes. And also constantly calls him a fuckboy, which I really enjoyed. It was pretty funny. And this scene is definitely a scene that they were, came out of a question, which was, what happens if you shoot somebody up while they have to poop? Yeah, it answered a question. Yeah, it's, apparently it's really gross. A turd-filled pinata, which turd is pinata. which I can. So this is what I picture. I picture one guy at the laptop in the hotel room. The other guy is laying on the bed, throwing a ball in the air, like vertically. Like he's laying flat, throwing a ball vertically, and he's just oh. like, and he's like, she's shooting all these people, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, not all of them have a chance to go to the bathroom, right? He's like, yeah, right. And he's like, what's that like? Like, does poop get everywhere? Like, yeah. The, the, and they're like, oh, dude, she's got to know all about that. That's going in the movie. That's like, going in oh the movie. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. We might have not written that in. Yeah. <laughs> People would have been so confused. You know what it is? Is there's, It seems to be there is no filter between artistic idea and artistic expression. <laughs> That's what this comes down to. Yeah. Or like, like, <laughs> like a spitball idea. And yes. what's going in the movie? <laughs> yes, they went with the there's no bad ideas. Yes. But instead of like putting them down on a piece of paper and like coming back to them and filtering it, they just like put them down on a piece of paper and like, this is the movie. <laughs> all of them. This is <laughs> all, of, all of it. Done. This is all 10 minutes it. right here. We're done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Miles, Miles asks her to stop shooting up his collectibles or at the very least shoot around the really rare stuff. Which is pretty good. It's a good line. Uh, Nick's counters by telling him to relax, take a shit, because, uh, yeah, it's Turn the worst to kill. Or yeah. Phil Pinata. Uh, offers to kill him quick by shooting him in the brainstem. Perfect. Uh, Miles distracts her. He doesn't like that. So he distracts her by unmuting the TV and then dives out his window onto his, like, scaffolding mm-hmm. and then just, like, falls down the stairs. Yeah, he just kind of just, like, falls down all the scaffolding, all the and fire a- escape. There's a great gag where, like, you think he's going to fall into the dumpster and he falls right next to it. I love that gag. It's a great gag. Um, And he hits the pavement. Uh, So, Nyx hates camera drones. We find that out here. She hates this camera drone. She hates the other one in the park. Uh, Joe, were those spaceships? That's a good question. (laughs) Uh, um, So, Miles (laughs) hasn't interacted with people in a while. Which explains why he thinks it's okay to wave his gun hands at police officers. Yeah, he does a real um, white privilege. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, he run. Uh, yeah, because he runs out and he's like, "Please help me! I have guns, or I have guns attached to my hands." And they're like, 
dude, can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he that. says right before that, he's like, I hadn't been outside in a while. It's so HD. Dude, delete that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, there's like, there's people say there's no such thing as a bad idea. I'm sorry, but having your character say everything looks so HD is just such. A, I agree. It's such writing. It's somebody. It's being like. What would a millennial say? What would a cool millennial right. say? What would a cool millennial say about this? <laughs> and somebody having, ten years older. <laughs> yeah, like a Gen X person be like, well, what would a cool millennial say? Like, like think it just really say before. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's like it's somebody trying to. It's like aliens trying to write what they think a millennial would say. Yeah. Like, trying to make up what they believe a character based off of like data. Yeah, like they're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like they look at a list of like of uh like crowdsourced information and like uh you know focus groups and they're like well millennials love hd <laughs> throw it in throw it in uh so we see some comments strolling across the screen and uh a lot of them are just standard whatever comments but mm-hmm. one of them is great it says fuck that's my dad in the background <laughs> 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 which uh, i thought was really good yeah um so Miles starts running from the cops. Mm-hmm. Is this, and this is where, hold on, we see all the people watching. Yes, right? this is where they start putting the comments. Yeah. Everybody in this movie watches everything that unfolds from the same exact spot. And there are people, all, it's, it takes all day long. There are people like in a hookah bar. Yes. Everybody in the exact same spot. Cause the Indian what, guy in his apartment. Who, Indian guy, the last group you can make fun of without getting canceled. Yes. Which we, we, said, found, we found out Mr. Howden has some racial uh, some racial problems, so. did. So, again, this is all coming into frame. Everything I didn't get, I get now. It's all coming together. Yeah. Uh, so, Miles must be pretty fast because he's getting away in slippers, and that is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets tased. His nerve response triggers his trigger finger and he shoots the cop in the shoulder and then goes over to, like, take care of him and say, like, eh, it was my fault, bro. Yeah, sorry about um, that. I got cut in hands. And then Nix is tracking Miles with GPS this is when we find out she has, like, GPS on her phone. Yeah. Uh, here's the worst comment. We just had the best comment. Here's the worst one. Is this an amateur? Amateur, like- amateur Forrest Gump flash mob. <laughs> I wrote it down too. Just move on. <laughs> what was the what was the one that didn't make the cut? Come on. Well, I think again, snarky millennials love making jokes online. They love cracking wise. But to like reference a movie, they from, love Forrest Gump. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. From twenty five years ago, they're fucking calling. Uh, Millen- millennials love lattes. Uh, socialism, flash mobs, mobs, Forrest Gump. That's all the things they love. Live streams. Dude, millennials Uh, love live streams, Joe. They sure do. Let's make a movie about it. Uh, So Miles tracks down Nova in the park. Remember, they had that date Uh uh, from before. And he narrowly misses her. uh, So she walks back to her car, and he just narrowly makes it by diving in through her window before she drives away. And then they narrowly escape Nick's walking up. And he's like, fucking drive, go, go. Get and out of like, here, get out of here. Yeah. I'm not doing anything until you calm down. And he doesn't 
apparently know how to just say, there's a psycho with a fucking bazooka. You want to look yeah. this way? Uh, instead, he's just like, all right, I'll be calm. Yeah, he's like, can you please go? I'd appreciate that. Yeah, and then they get out of there. Um, so Miles is being secretive about his gun hands, asks Nova to grab an inhaler and help him use it. Which, it's his inhaler. He's like, do you have my? Do you have an inhaler for me? They have to have been broken up for an amount of time, and she's just yeah. got a, a, his inhaler in her purse. Or in her car, like her center console or something. Yeah. He did say, like, spare inhalers, which, by the way, is annoying. I don't know anybody with asthma, but if they just keep, like, three inhalers in every place they ever are, like, that's pretty fucking annoying. I mean, I, I have lactose intolerance and I stash pills everywhere, so maybe they're, it's like that. But in, like, your girlfriend's car, did you do that? I mean, once they're your wife, that's one thing, but, like... Yeah, that's true. I would be responsible for my own stuff. I wouldn't keep it. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a good a point. childish, that's a, right? That's annoying. She's yeah. not your mom, bro. Miles. She's an aspiring comic book artist. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Nova was into. Oh wait, first he says he has RSI from coding and not and not from masturbating. Yeah, I was like, great joke, guys. Yeah. So she has to do it himself because again, he's hiding his gun hands. Yeah, uh, he's got him. We we didn't say he's he's got his hands in a hoodie. He's wearing a his, hoodie, and he's got his hands in this. In no, the he has his robe at this point. Oh he yeah, that's right. Hoodie. He gets a hoodie later. Yeah, but he's got his hands in the pockets of his robe, and is like, I oh, can't take my hands out. Can you do this stuff for me? And she's and she's actually pretty okay with it. She's like, all right, whatever. If I asked my wife to do this, she'd be like, do it yourself, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, let alone yeah, my ex girlfriend. If you kept pushing for it, it would lead to a divorce. It's like, why am I married to a child? Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So Nova was into Miles when she thought that he was stalking her and a total child who couldn't use his asthma inhaler. But seeing him jump through her window like a crazy person, that's just too much for her. That's a road too far, Joe. That's just too much. Um, So Miles shows her his gun hands, gets maced. He stumbles into the alley, hides in a clothes bin. This is where he gets all his new fancy clothes. Yeah, real quick here. So... There were boyfriend and girlfriend, presumably something somewhat serious. She has his inhaler. He messaged her and was like, I want to meet you. And she was like, all right, you know, there was there was a relationship there. Yeah. And he's like, OK, I'm going to show you something really insane. Like, promise me you're not going to freak out. Yeah. Like, promise me you'll you'll be OK with this. Right. And then he shows her the gun hands and her first she doesn't ask anything She's not like Miles. What is going on? She's just like think he's getting. She's getting attacked. Yeah, he just like immediately tases her, and it's especially wild because she he liked her picture, and then she was like, "I saw you liking my picture," right. and he was like, "Yeah," and then they were like, "Do you want to meet at the park?" It was like, "Sure." It wasn't like he was aggressive about anything at all, where he was like stalking her or anything. Like he liked the yeah, picture, like telling her what to wear. <laughs> He liked the picture and right. she she reached out to him yes. is what I'm saying. And and so for her to not give him the benefit of the doubt about what's going on here is crazy to me. Like, especially because he's like, I know this. What I'm going to show you is insane. Just don't yes. freak out. I'm going to come to her defense. There's a real simple way. None of this had to happen. Just say the words gun hands. Just say I have gun hands. I have gun hands. I'm going to yes. pull these out. They're going to be guns bolted to my hands. Start with that. Start. Start, start with just okay and then give her some time to like absorb it because then when she sees it she won't think he's drawing two guns on me 
for whatever insane reason, you know? This is another Leonidas Ephialtes uh, framing problem. Yes. Where if he goes, okay, this is insane. I want to tell you what happened. Before I show you my hands, I need to tell you what happened. Yes. I was I was talking trash online. They got my IP. She knew they, who Schism was. She knew they she were. Knew, yes, she knew who Schism was. So she's like, I was talking trash to Schism. They bolted guns to my hands. And then she goes, they bolted guns to your hands? And he goes, I they promise. They bolted I'm guns not, to my hands. Yeah. You reiterated. <laughs> yeah, they bolted guns to my hands. And she's like, show me. She's like. Right, she make her it. ask for it. Yeah. Yes. And he goes, I promise I'm not threatening you, okay? Don't mace me. And then he pulls out his gun hands. So this is another Ephialtes Leonidas framing problem. Yes, but then you don't get this this fun scene where he gets maced and is writhing on the ground in pain. Uh, so we get to go to Schism headquarters now. Mm-hmm. And Richter has some creative differences with his director, so he strangles him to death and records it. Which is some real, um, you know... Although... He doesn't get it all on camera because Xander can't figure out how to use the phone camera. So they miss the money shot of him. Getting Dude, another great moment. I love great. it. I love Xander. Oh, no, wait. I said Xander. Dane. That's boss. Dane. Yeah. Dane. Um, yeah. Great. Uh, great scene there. I loved it where he was like, I can't. And he's like, how do I get it out of uh, vertical panorama. Fa- panorama mode? And they're like, I just close the app and restart it. And I love that he accidentally kills the guy before he's done, like figuring it out. Right. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, this is all going on while he's strangling the guy. Yeah, he's strangling this guy out. Uh, so then we get back to the alley, and Miles meets a homeless guy named oh, Glenjamin. Yep. We missed this. How does he get it? Where does he go to hide? He jumps in a closed, closed bin. Don- I said that. Oh, closed donation bin. And it's just, it's really funny. And then um, I really like the line the director said where they he said, you all stand around looking like N-level bosses from Streets of Rage. I just yeah, because that is what this what's going on in this. Yeah, because they because it really I was like, yes, that's what it is, is it's the the end boss at the and be, beat up games where there's just this like insane version of how nobody would actually dress or look in real life. Yeah. And they're like variations on the minions. Like some of them are skull face. Other ones are total blackface. Mm-hmm. Well, not. Not blackface, like, you know, black Omega, not blackface. Yeah, they have these black masks on. Um, but yes, so we end up back yes. at the alley. Let's we get an introduction. Glenjamin. Let's talk Glenjamin. I love Glenjamin. is the best character in this movie, hands down. He is hilarious. Yes, and that's, uh, Glenjamin is, uh, oh, what's the character's name, or the actor's name? It's um, Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Who is a comedic actor. He's the guy that we talked about as in Flight of the Concords and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. And he, he he's fantastic in this. So he lives in this alley and he keeps Miles in the introduction. He convinces him not to blow half his face off because that won't actually kill him. And then he'll still be miserable just having a fucked up looking face. Yeah. By the way, how did Miles find pants his size? That is incredible. In the cl- He was in the clothes bin. What are the odds? Yeah, I mean, can you imagine trying to? There's no light in the clothes bin. You have gun hands, but you come out not only, not only with pants that are your size, but shoes, a, a hoodie, and a, a shirt. Hoodie. Yeah, I mean, I've shopped at Ross, and this is a step down from Ross. Barely. Barely, but still, you less of a variety, I imagine. It's fucking impossible to shop at Ross. Barely less of a variety than Ross. That's true. <laughs> Uh, so the cops and Nova, we flash to them and 
they are watching schism blooper videos. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just a video of him falling down the stairs with like, doink, doink. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Nova says Miles is a good guy and asks the cops to bring him in alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, cop number one wants to hack Nova's phone to get to Miles. Okay. Yeah. So there's cop number one, there's cop number two. Uh, and I don't know what their names are. Well, uh, one gets ruined. Uh, DeGraves, if you if you watch it with closed captioning on, the one without a... They without call a him DeGraves? Beard. Yeah, it says DeGraves. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is Nix's dad. So it ruins the twist later on in the movie if you watch it with closed captioning. And we just ruined that for everybody else. Sorry. Who cares? <laughs> so then we get to go back to Glenjamin. Right. Who cares? Wait, Joe, Let's hold on. Glenjamin. What? This is a podcast where we talk about a movie and then people are going to like, you didn't talk about the movie in the right order and you ruined it for me. I don't know. You never know what people want, what they expect. Um, we try to be our best. We try to be the best versions of ourselves. Is that what we're supposed to do? That's what I'm doing, clearly. Uh, so, uh, Glenjamin, we get him again, and he ties Miles' shoes for him uh-huh. and offers him some crack and a half-eaten yeah. hot dog. Very helpful homeless man. Very helpful in giving homeless man. He's Dude, like... If this was my first day on the beat <laughs> as a homeless guy, I want this guy in my life. Oh, yeah, dude. He's like, oh, you want to kill yourself? Okay, this is the best way to kill yourself. Oh, you need to get dressed? Let me help you get dressed. You're, yeah. You want some crack? Let's do some crack. And he didn't pressure it. He wasn't like, you better do crack. Yeah. He's like, want some crack? No? All right, fine. Yeah. Let's hear so, when you want it. Yeah, he, it's like a guy going to his fridge. He's like, can I get you anything? You need anything? Yeah. Tea, he, water, crack? You're his guest. Yeah. <laughs> the streets are his home. I guess, yeah, if he's the streets are his home, the alley he clearly has a setup going on there. That's his home, so he's being very inviting to his guest. I sure hope that there are homeless people out there, just in case it ever happens to me. Uh, so Miles is a vegetarian, which is somehow one of the more irritating things about him. Yeah. <laughs> An already irritating character. He's fucking starving, and he's going to raise a shit about a hot dog. Also, he hasn't eaten in like 12 hours. He can't be that hungry. Eat the goddamn hot Oh, oh, right. He's only not eaten in 12 hours. Yet. Like, he he presumably had a normal night the night before, drinking beers, probably eating Chinese food, talking trash on schism. And then the next morning, like, he's... So I think at this point, though, he thinks his fucking life's over. Maybe. <laughs> like, he doesn't ever see himself getting a meal again because he can't freak out even his ex-girlfriend. Or, like, That's he can't true. even get her to treat him normally. Yeah. Um... So anyway, Glenjamin quotes a classic Citrus Hill song. When the ship <laughs> I love Glenjamin show so much. Calls him Citrus Hill. And Citrus Hill, baby. When the shit goes down, you better be ready. You better uh, be ready. Better be ready. So Miles drops his hot dog and mustard with his gun hands. Because uh, Glenjamin's making him do it himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he helps this stranger get dressed. But in so much as like picking up a hot dog for him that's a bridge too far yeah yeah and actually miles hints that he might want him to wipe his ass too it would be helpful uh but anyway hot dog gets dropped on the ground it touches a crack baggie and a used condom and he still eats it and then he finds out it's eight months old (laughs) hey you know what the hot dog eight months old eight minutes old it's the same same deal yeah once it passes you know yeah the factory line uh, so Miles heads to his office and he bumps into that same guy from before, the adult. Um, and he still calls him an asshole, mm-hmm. uh, but he recognizes him this time. He's like, hey, you're the guy from 
You're the oh, guy. Schism. Oh wait, we skipped the uh, the the part where uh, Glenjamin was like, "How do you know that I'm just a crackhead? I could be a savant programmer down on my luck. You know, things went the wrong way." He's like, "Is that I was the case?" Like, I'm sorry. He's like, "No, nah, I'm just a crackhead." <laughs> Fuck are you talking about? I just smoke crack all the time. Yeah, we. We can't skip over the few good points in this movie. That's true. That is very true. Um, so Miles then heads to his office, bumps into that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles then asks his work friend to remove tracking malware from his phone. And he can't retrieve the phone with his gun hand, so he makes up a story about gluing his hands to the inside of his jacket pockets. Here's the explanation, Jeff, because I know I see that look. No, I just I thought of I just thought of something else. Okay. The guy in the that he bumps into a second time. Uh huh. And he's like, watch where he's like, I know who you are. You're the guy with guns. You're yeah. He's like, you're the guy with guns bolted to your hands. Why don't you look? Why don't you look where you're going, huh? I'm gonna be really mean to you, knowing that you have two deadly weapons bolted to your hands. It's a great point. Like this guy knows he has gun hands and he's sassing off to him. It's also the first guy that you've met that knows you have gun hands and knows why you have gun hands. Yeah. So why not utilize that guy to help you explain to other people why you have gun hands? Or be like, with like I glued my hands inside my jacket. Or he could be like, pull up Schism. Look what's going on with Schism right now. Yes. It's yeah. me. They attach guns to my well, hands. Well, at this point, he doesn't know that he's being live. Well, he does know that he's being live streamed because that guy followed him. But yeah. he doesn't necessarily know how big he is yet. But that comes later. But if schism is one thing a day, like we talk, it's one one oh, thing sure. a day. So he's just like, just pull up schism. Right. Just pull it up. Look what's, look what's going on with me. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's not a good explainer. He doesn't know how to, like, communicate. Uh, so he can't retrieve his phone with his gun hands. So he makes up a story about gluing his hands. This is his explanation verbatim. It was really complicated. There were holes in the inside of my pockets, so I just glued them together, and then I put the jacket on, and I forgot, and I got drunk, and I fell asleep with my hands in my pockets, and now here we are. Does any of that make sense to you? (laughs) Sure. What happened there? I can't even visualize it. I lost him after, like, the fifth word. Well, if okay, if you go with the theory that he started blackout drunk, and then he was like, and then he ripped his jacket, I was like, all right, I got to fix my jacket. And he's like, oh, look, my jacket. Let me put my jacket on. And then he was like, oh, this is comfy. I passed out. If you start with the with the oh, idea that the holes weren't access points to get to his hands. No, holes they were in holes the pocket. In his pockets that he wanted to glue together. Yeah. So, like, there was a hole in his pocket, like a flap. And he's like, oh, let me just glue this flap down instead of, like, stitching it or whatever. And then he fell asleep on the glue. And instead of taking it off, he put his hands in his pockets. Yeah. yeah if you start with the idea that he's blackout drunk, this all tracks. Also, that Joe, makes a lot of sense. Cocaine energy. Just remember when you question a lot of cocaine energy. Well, I said A for effort on the explanation. Yeah. Um, So Miles' screensaver on his phone is Nova, and his friend does not think that's weird at all. Nah. So then Miles' boss shows up. Uh, Oh, wait. Can we first – let's talk about Miles' screensaver on his phone is Nova, and nobody thinks that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's very creepy that um, he – uh, yeah, just continues to um, have this woman's picture on his phone. It's like they're in a relationship, but they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really so weird. It, it is weird. So anyway, Miles's boss, Xander, then shows up, and he gives him some more shit, 
and thinks that NDNA is a thing. Is he shooting? Is he speedballing NDNA straight into his eyeballs? There you go. (laughs) And then he fires Miles, uh, which we all saw coming. Miles points his gun hands at Xander after he's like following him out. Like he was like, fine, I'm fired. And then Miles like, or Xander falls him out. It's like, the cops are looking for you. Looks like your whole life is ruined. And then Miles pulls out his gun hands, points them at him. Uh, lists off all the reasons he's a dick. Says, you always put him down. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretends to speak in Spanish. Um, he's docked. He docked Miles' pay for attending his mom's funeral. And also Again, on his no girlfriend. HR in this company. None. <laughs> it's his, if it is, it's his wife. <laughs> like, they just like yeah. are this toxic couple that runs this company. Like a czar and a czarina. Yeah. So Miles has a moment of clarity, apologizes, but then Nix comes in and blows Xander's head off. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. So more spin me right round again starts playing real loud. This time a coworker is listening to it on his headphones while Nix is shooting up the office. Uh, there's a coworker who is angry at Miles for lying about gluing his hands to his body. Oh, his, his coworker friend. The first yeah. thing he says is like, you lied to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't we have bigger fish to fry right now? Right. Um, so then Miles asks his coworker to cover for him or to cover him while he escapes. And the coworker shoots Nix with a Nerf gun. Uh-huh. And we hear Longshot and Double Taps who love this guy. They're obsessed with with Nerf are, Guy. Yeah, they are so um, they're so in with Nerf Guy, even though Nerf Guy gets blasted. Well, actually, we don't know. Yes, we do. Uh, so, not, he doesn't get blasted then. We know later he does. I, he 100% does not get blasted then because we know yes. when it happens. So yes. Miles then enters a parking lot in mm-hmm. the building, steals a woman's car. Miles is an amazing driver, maneuvering well with gun hands. Mm-hmm. Like, and an, you were right. It was just a regular old uh, uh, shifter. I thought it was going to be a manual. No, yeah, it's a standard shifter, but apparently that's enough of a problem, which doesn't seem like much of a problem. You tap no. it, you move it. Yeah, you, you don't have to continuously move it. Um. So, yeah, uh, weird that he's having a problem there. But it, then again, he is a man-child. So, uh, <laughs> Schism kidnaps oh no 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 wait first we get nix jacking a motorcycle and tracking down miles mm-hmm. miles ramming nix with the car but then we get a cut to miles's co-worker that just shot that nerf shot he's on the toilet watching all this um and then schism kidnaps him while he's on this on the toilet yeah uh nix drives over miles's roof and into the windshield and tries to kill him with the rear tire that's spinning super fast. Uh, Miles crashes into another car, flies through the windshield, and through the other car's windshield into the car, then stumbles out of the car completely unharmed. Miles is a fucking superhero. <laughs> Miles and Nix, they both get thrown. Nix flies further than he did, and they're both fine. Yes, but while she flew, she didn't have to fly through shit. He fucking flew through a windshield, his own windshield, into another windshield, presumably hit a seat, and, like, should have broke his back and neck. But he's fine. But he's fine. He's Uh, fine. Um, Also, I just want to say, I watched it in slow motion. Good car car collision physics here. They they break right. 
because at first it looked like it did, it had really bad ones, but then I rewatched it. Good car collision physics. I just want to give Guns of Kimbo five we got, stars. We got our crash expert here. Um, so Nix chases Miles into the warehouse, then mm-hmm. shoots Miles in the leg, and gives him shooting tips while they're they're hi- hiding behind a thing. Uh, so then Miles does some fancy maneuvering to get behind Nix as he's running away from her, and then blows up some tanks behind her. And she has PTSD from that time she watched her whole family burned alive. Real uh, low low T energy here from from Nix, getting scared of fire. Real Frankenstein energy. Yeah, she starts trembling, her eyes are watering, and then yeah. Miles takes pity on her and he just runs. Um, so then we get oh, hitchhiking's tough especially when you have gun hands. And guys, I understand I'm using the gun hands line a lot. No more am I relying on his gun hands than the movie was. All right? Than the movie, yeah. This started with what if a guy got gun hands and then everything grew from there. And I said, man, nobody helps anybody with gun hands anymore. We definitely live in a society. We sure do. Uh, uh, I said, so is using your cell phone. That's also tough with gun hands because mm-hmm. he can't do that again uh miles somehow makes it work and he facetimes nova explains his gun hands which is what he should have done in the first place uh because she takes it well she's like oh i get it now you weren't trying to kill me her two responses are both insane like she's non nonplussed by the gun hands like at first she's completely freaked out by him and then she's like oh okay that makes sense yeah she was just like that's what you're trying to tell me in the car ah now i get it um and then she tells him like he's a good person or something that's like the whole part of this she tells him to turn himself in uh he says that he's leaving town uh richter and the crew then kidnap basically the whole point of the scene is to show richter and the crew showing up and kidnapping her because that kind of puts into motion the second half of the story uh then we get the when the shit goes down starts playing in the background miles better be ready better be ready Miles tips the cops to his location and then says Nix will follow him there. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles. Oh, wait, we missed a great Dane line. Oh, Dane says is, something here? Yeah, he goes like when they kidnap Nova and, and they say, we're you know, you have five hours to kill Nix or, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kill her. And he says, are you on IG? Add me and I'll send updates. That was good. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dane. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Miles accidentally chooses a, a kind of a, tr- uh, car yard, I guess. Yeah, junkyard. Some sort of junkyard, and he picks the wrong one because there's a drug deal going down here. Uh, and we get our fat drug dealer, and he says, here you go, that shit'll make your pubes grow, grow straight. That's hey, his, That's his the line. good stuff. Again, coke energy. Somebody did coke with somebody and said that. Yeah, there's endless drugs in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so the skinny drug dealer criticizes the fat drug dealer's grill. He's like, what the fuck are you saying? Take that shit out of your mouth. Um, both then decide to shoot Miles. Nix rescues him because, quote unquote, no one is killing fuckboy except for except her. Yeah, except me. Um, so she also says, suck my clit. Which is fantastic. <laughs> like, just go with it. Just. <laughs> I like it better than fucking Lady Boner, which is what uh, Miles calls it later in the movie. He calls it Lady Boner? I missed yeah. that. 
He's like uh, seeing, you know, seeing you pistol whip someone to death uh, doesn't give your ex a oh, yeah. lady boner. A lady boner, yeah. Uh, yes. So Nix then shoots everybody, and the skinny drug dealer pursues Miles. Miles shoots him in the neck, and the guy crawls over to him and bleeds all over Miles and then dies. Yeah, and this is where we get. Uh, what I was worried the movie would be where he says no respawns, no one ups, no extra. Yeah, lives. that was brutal I, to get through. I was like, Ugh. but at the same, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, I, I was counting my blessings that the whole movie wasn't like that. It's not. It's it's momentary. Miles is a loser, but like everybody else in this movie rules. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of Richter either. Miles uh, and Richter suck, but everybody else in this movie rules. Uh, this is where I, this is uh, right before this, when they were doing the junkyard scene, that's when I texted you. I said, Joe, we have a problem with this movie. And you're like, what is it? I was like, this movie rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, so then the cops end up showing up and they pick up miles and they decide to use him as bait. The cop number one, tells the story of how he's Nix's dad uh-huh. and Richter's the one that killed his wife and son, AKA Nix's mom and brother. Uh, so not sure how this cop is going to stop his psycho daughter. If he could, why hasn't he already? That's my yeah. main question. Yeah. And he's very nonchalant about his daughter who is criminally insane. Yes. I couldn't tell whether he wants to stop her as in convince her to stop or stop her as in killing her. Because I think he'd have to do the latter. <laughs> That's a good question. She's pretty unreasonable. She's unreasonable. We find that out. Throughout I the think he, I think he knows that if she has a run in with the police, she's going to end up dead. And her his best shot is to try to stop that. But he also understands that he's a cop and he might have no choice. That's probably where his head's at. Yeah. Or somebody wrote the script after doing a bunch of cocaine and never thought about that. Could be that, too. Uh, so then we show up to Schism headquarter, mm-hmm. uh, headquarters, and Nova tells Richter the cops have probably surrounded the place. Richter says, this is probably my, f- yeah, it's just, his lines suck, and his delivery is irritating, but here's what he says. Oh, my God, I think I'm going to do a poo-poo in my pantaloons. The actual cops? The cops? Who do you think actually owns the fucking cops? Me? I hated the do a poo-poo. That's such a... I fucking hated it. It's such a... Like, Gen X are trying to write millennial talking. And it, it's Jer- this is Jared Leto's Joker kicked up to, like, 10 million. Did he ever have a joke that lame? Like I said, kicked up to 10 million, like taking the worst aspects of it and just going all the way with it. I don't even know who he's imitating here. <laughs> well, and and I'm also talking Jared Leto when he was Joker, because he was he method acted and he was never not Joker. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not necessarily saying what we saw on screen with with Jared Leto. Oh, Joker. I see. I'm saying I the see. stories we heard from behind the scenes where he like sent his coworkers like dead rats or whatever. Oh, it's my sick. God. I didn't know any of this stuff. <laughs> Dude, he was Joker the whole time. And then he was in the movie for like five minutes. <laughs> That's insane. Um, yeah, that would have been a is... great movie to do, by the way. Anyway, uh, uh, Joe's podcast spot. isn't over. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so, yeah, I just got panels. strong Jared Leto as Joker vibes from this, and not necessarily, like I said, what was on screen, but what 
we what I heard about from behind the scenes stuff where he's yeah. just always insane. To be fair, I have never seen this guy in any other movie. Uh, let's see. This Ned could just Dennehy. be this guy. That's true. This could just be how this guy is. Um. Anyway, oh, yep. he was in Mandy. Oh, was he in Mandy? He was Brother Swan in Mandy. Oh, so he was one of the crazy. That movie's nuts too. Um. So okay, I could see that him being one of the crazy. So this is just him. He, he's mm-hmm. not a, a real actor. This is just his personality. This is just who he is. Uh. So Nova then sees some blue M and M's making a weird symbol, like a it's like a circle with lightning. Did you see that? Yeah, it was weird. And what are these? They're drugs, clearly, but like they keep popping up and they don't get an explanation. They're, I don't know, schism drugs. I, I, I don't know, Joe. Yeah, they're M and M's. I got, I got nothing. They're clearly M and M's. Um, so cop number two drives under a bridge, because uh, he's the one driving the car. Uh, and then cop number one's like, "What the hell?" Who's Nix's dad? So mm-hmm. Nix's dad's like, "What's what the hell?" Then cop number two points a gun, shoots him in the head, uh, blows brains all over the place, and then reveals he works for Richter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles then watches a Richter message where Richter introduces the lightning round, quote unquote, where Miles has to kill Nova in 30 minutes, or they torture and dismantle his girlfriend. No, no, no. Miles has to kill Nix in 30 minutes. Yeah. Or they torture and kill Nova. His yeah, so I, I got what you meant there. Yeah, those names I do mix up a few times. Uh, so Cop 2 leaves. Miles notices Nix's dad uh, had a bulletproof vest on and aptly remarks that it didn't help much. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, um, I did like uh, that he tried to argue with the recording of Richter. That was, that was funny, yes. That was pretty funny. So yeah, what, what they show uh, what they show Miles is a, a recording of Richter telling him this, and then he's like, but, you know, he, he tries to object, and the guy's like, it's a recording, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real time, yeah. Um, so Miles then goes to an internet cafe to hire some nerd to trace his girlfriend's cell phone. Um, um, real quick, just want to say. He's being very threatened by this cop who is standing there holding uh, an iPad. Okay. Very focused on making sure the iPad is held. Did he forget he had guns bolted to his hands? There are whole minutes where he seems to not know what he has on his hands. He literally could just plug this cop and call it a day. Easily. Yeah. Um, But for whatever reason, he doesn't. He does not. Um well, I guess now he's in the mode where he wants to save his girlfriend, so like mm-hmm. he wants to get as much information as possible. Um, anyway, he goes to an internet cafe, hires some nerd girl to trace his girlfriend's cell phone. The nerd girl recognizes him from Schism and tells him that his name is... They say the name of the movie, Joe. It's Guns Akimbo. They said the name of the movie. Guns Akimbo. And that he's the most watched Schism contestant of all time. Uh... The nerd girl then asks for a selfie, and I like this part. He does exactly what I would do. He says yes, but then walks away. <laughs> Gets her to pose and everything, and then he's just, like, halfway down the hall. Yeah, he takes off. Uh, so Miles... Is tracks... that what Aaron Rowan did to you, Joe? That would be terrific if he did. I'd love him even more. Um, so Miles tracks Nova to a van and sees her with a bag over her head, and Richter's goons holding a gun to her head, and they shoot her in the head. Oh, my God. But it's a psych out because it turns out not to be his girlfriend. It's his co-worker from before. Yeah. Which I, I was like, 
I was 99.9% sure that that wasn't Nova, but I thought it was just going to be like a uh, uh, Big Lebowski situation with the cutting off of the, the pinky toe. I thought it was going to just be one of his goons. One of his goons. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Um, but it was a nice way to bring in. I mean, they had to do something with the coworker. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, you know, why even go after him? Yeah. Why, why have the scene where he gets pulled off the toilet? Right. So Miles gives a hipster eulogy. Um, oh, before, this is before he finds out that it's, it's she still thinks it's Nova. So he says, Nova, my ex, she dyed her hair to look like sunrise, always smelled somehow of incense and freshly opened packs of gum. Boo. Boo. Heads up, Jeff. If that's all anyone has to say about me at my funeral, I would be fucking pissed. <laughs> don't okay. bother. Don't show up. <laughs> Can I eulogize you at your funeral? Not if you're going to say that shit. It smelled like incense and, vi- and open packs of gum. So uh, we got a bullet count. He's 46 lefty, 30 righty. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's already used up. What is that? 24. 20, 24. Look at you. I'm the accountant. What the fuck am I doing? Uh, so Miles meets Nick's in a shipping yard for a standoff. Mm-hmm. Nick's calls Miles fuckboy some more, which is great. Miles says that they should work together to take down Schism. Nix declines and shoots him to death in the chest. Everyone watching via live stream goes nuts. They're mm-hmm. stoked, except for Glenjamin. Uh, and then Hey Asshole Guy is very happy. Okay? Uh, so Nix then says, let's go get some cocaine to herself. Very excitedly. Very excited to go get some She's cocaine. like, let's go get some cocaine. Get some cocaine, I think she said. Uh, so anyway, correction, one of long shot or double taps is actually broken up. I'm not sure which one is which. One of them is pissed about this. Yeah. Uh, so Richter then calls a hit on Nix, pitches either chainsaw hands or nail gun hands to Nova. Like, lets her decide what she wants to have moving forward. Yeah, very unusual. So two men in skull masks pick up Miles's body and bring him back to Schism. Uh, why would they do that? They're the cleanup crew. But why clean up? What's to what end? Because you can't have dead bodies just hanging out around the city. They're not these, monsters, Joe. So these people, they care. They're they care they about cl- the city. They clean up after themselves. They weren't raised in a barn. Good point. Uh, I'm the monster. So, uh, Miles was alive the whole time, turns out. (gasps) He pops up, shoots both men in their faces, and, uh, they're talking about the walking dead while he's, while he kills them. Yeah, they can't watch it, it's too violent. Too violent. So, Nyx pulls up, uh, Miles complains that she didn't have to shoot him multiple times, and we get our flashback. Yeah. Which we talked about before. Yeah, that it was like, oh, wait, hold on, we forgot, we, okay, flashback. Yeah, and it's then, the formulation and, of the plan, Miles revealing Richter killed Nix's whole family, and Nix punching a car window, which is really dangerous. Yeah, and this is actually where one of the reasons why I think it was written the way that it was written with the cocaine energy was that um, when she Nix first meets with Miles, she goes, oh, like, interesting location. I thought you would pick a rooftop Yeah, for this sort of thing. And then the in the flashback, they meet on a rooftop. So yeah. that tells me they read back to the original scene to try to figure out how it, it connects back in. And they were like, oh, 
okay, so this one, it, it will be on a rooftop this time because they were trying to figure right. out where to set it. So they just like went back, read it, was like, okay, perfect. This this scene will be on a rooftop, and then this is where they hatch the plan, and then everything will be good to go. Yes, yeah. So uh, they figure out this plan, then they flash forward again. Uh, Miles does his inhaler, and Nix does some cocaine to mm-hmm. power up. Yeah, and then they she tries to high five him before that, and and she's like, oh, you can't high five, that sucks. Right. I I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Miles and Nova complain about who is going to open the door. Uh, the bad guy opens the door, and Miles shoots him in the head. Yeah, and there was very Hobbs and Shaw in their argument about who is opening the door. It it could have been in Hobbs and Shaw. Right. 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 So Miles and Nick's now. Oh, they mow through the compound, shooting mm-hmm. everybody. And there's lots of solid editing decisions. And uh, I really like the tracking of the bullet. I said this before, before it hits the guy's head, that's a similar shot to what they had in Natural Born Killers. Yeah, and this is where I brought my notes, uh, where I thought of, I was like, well, how bad must his undoubtedly extremely infected hand smell right now? I just, I just wanted to know how bad they smelled, because... I doubt they followed proper precautions. It's got to be so bad. It smells <laughs> gotta, so terrible. It smells like almonds, as uh, Austin Powers put it. So Richter finds out that the dead squad is dead. That's his well, army. Well, that's not ideal, Joe. That's what he says. That's not ideal. <laughs> that was a good line, actually. Um, so Dane sticks his finger in the messenger's bullet wound right after that. Which is classic so good. I, I love Dane. Uh, so Dane, Rick, Dane power rankings. This guy, Cook. Yeah, I said it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He brings all the Dane Cook energy, but he actually is funny. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, how Rick, far is Schism HQ from the BK Lounge, Joe? Who knows? <laughs> uh, so Richter live streams the shooting spree for some reason, which I can't figure out why. Because he's obsessed with content, Joe. Yeah, he's a con- He's a creator. Yeah. Creative genius. He's a content creator. He's an influencer. influencer. He's, an Insta- he's an Instagram influencer, Joe. He's try. He's got fat. Uh, he's got flat tummy tea to sell. That's right. Um. So he sends Dane and Ellie after Miles and Nix because those are his next level bosses. Those are like right under the the main boss. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also Fuckface, but he's, yes, he's later. He's, yeah, he's with a a gimp donkey mask. It's a gimp donkey mask. That's very weird. Uh, So Nix loves shooting guys in the dick. Mm -hmm. Miles isn't too happy about it. Uh, Nix says, what? I would have shot you in the dick if the target wasn't so small. Got him. Nailed him. Uh, She shoots a guy in the dick again. Yes. Which this is like, switch it up, man. You know, like, remember we talked about. That's what he says. says, Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what I was thinking of. Like, he was like, do dick shot, headshot, shot, dick shot. I was like, that's the the uh spartan politics of gunshots like you can't just keep doing dick shot after dick shot it'll get repetitive yes so like in 300 they had to keep going back to to cersei talking to everybody it's it's you know you can't you don't know how good things are until you have something that's not as good and so she's got to have diminishing returns for how good it feels to shoot men in the crotch yes you'd think it would get less funny but it doesn't (laughs) not to her at least yeah uh so miles says nope i don't like it don't like it Nick says, what? It's just a little dick blood. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I heard that. 
if I had a nickel for every time my doctor told me that. Uh, so My Miles and Nick's track down Schism Techie, mm-hmm. and he attacks them with a spork. Bad idea. He gets shot in the head. Yeah, bad idea, Jeans. Miles takes. Did you say Jeans? <laughs> That's from I think The Office. He says bad idea, Jeans. <laughs> uh, Miles takes a break to lament Schism's comment section. Mm-hmm. And lecture them through the live stream. Okay, so he sees it on the camera, and he's like uh, lecturing them about you guys are monsters. And then somebody says "fuck you, dude," and then Glenjamin <laughs> says "here, here, good, good." But good, we good. find out he's watching a TV that's not plugged in. <laughs> I love it. I best, laughed so hard at that. Best joke of the movie by far. Also, by the way, her plan is to do the ending of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which is track down every troll that was talking trash about them yes. to beat them to a bloody pulp. That's literally the end of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, she's going to beat them with the keyboard, but you're right. That's yes. That is Jane Silent Bob. Um, Miles discovers Richter's plans to expand Schism globally mm-hmm. and sends it to his own Gmail with his gun hands. Schism International, baby, which sequels are never as good as the original, and I'm really scared there might be a Schism International <laughs> sequel to this, Joe. I'm scared. They set it up pretty hard. Um, Ellie approaches. Ellie's the uh, the other henchman that isn't Dane or Fuckface. Oh, she had a name. I didn't know that. Her name's Ellie because he says, Ellie, Dane, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nix and her have a cordial conversation about her assault rifles. Yeah, they then- gun nerd out. Yeah, and then Ellie starts shooting at them and blows Miles away. Mm-hmm. She nails him in the chest. No way he survives that. I don't care if he has a fucking vest on. There's high-powered rounds, fucking probably pointed bullets. It's fine, Joe. Don't worry about it. He'd be dead as shit. Uh, Dane kicks Nick's down the stairs, then pulls her by the hair and starts swinging at her with a hammer. Um, his hand-smashing hammer, if you remember. His- this movie, Chekhov's hand-smashing hammer. Right. Uh, then he catches a knife that she throws and throws it back at her, slicing off two of her fingers, her middle finger and her uh, ring finger. And she's just mostly annoyed. No, she screams. <laughs> well, then after that, because she says, Friday night just got really lonely. That's a great line. <laughs> but she screams. So some of you have probably seen a Samara Weaving movie. She has a, an amazing scream. It's a good like, scream. It's fantastic. It, like, I feel what she's going through when she screams. Yeah, yeah uh, if, if you want a good Samara Weaving scream movie, um, ready or not. Amazing it's the Samara same Weaving. scream from, yeah. from this. Yeah. Uh, Ellie disables Miles by stepping on his gun hands. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good way to disable him. He's laying on the ground and she just steps on the gun hands and he's, he's stuck. Just pins him by the gun hands. Uh, Nix gets a hold of a hammer, and we've got a hammer fight. Mm-hmm. Dane knocks Nix down. Uh, her crack or meth falls onto the floor because that is not cocaine. It's rock. Yeah, that's ro- that's yeah. It was rocks. It was it was really weird. But she snorts it nonetheless. Uh, but Dane also says, "Stop, hammer time!" and then smashes Nix across no, no, the no, skull. No. And then Joe, that's actually a a reference to later when um they have super freak playing because super freak is sampled in hammer time hammer time or in um yeah so there you go 
so Ellie can't uh, touch this. That's the can't name. Touch of the song. This. I was just gonna say <laughs> it was it. bothering me. I was I like, didn't this know whether I should go time. further. You're right. It's can't touch this. You can't touch this. Uh, Ellie has Miles pinned still, mm-hmm. and Miles tries to spit up at Ellie some blood, and it lands right on his face because yeah, he's an idiot. Doesn't work out for him. Ellie says a bulletproof vest isn't going to save you from a headshot. Miles then wrestles a gun hand free, shoots her in the head. Yep, proves her right. Dane does his best Joker impression by offering to cut a smile onto Nix's face. You want to know how I got these scars? Yeah, Richter does the Suicide Squad Joker, but Dane really t- focuses on Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, well, he's trying to make some art Heath Ledger Joker. Yes. Uh, so Nix snorts Crack Rock, channels her inner He-Man, and then rearranges Dane's bones and penis to Super Freak. Yes. And, and one falls. And when you say channels He-Man, she literally screams, I have the power and holds the hammer up in the air like He-Man. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then these are direct references to one of the new Mortal Kombat movies. The the cutaways to her, like, breaking his knee and his ribs and his girl. Yes. You're right. Yeah, I think they did that in the game, too. In some of the newer games, they'll, like, yeah. focus in on a leg break. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's, it, it's, a, it's an homage to that. It's one of the ways they do video game stuff in here. Yeah. So, um, she also pops one of Dane's balls. That gets pointed out. Yeah, is it supposed to, is it supposed to pop? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Dane opens a propane tank and mm-hmm. tries to blow them both up together. And, of course... Nix is freaked out because this yeah. is her one weakness. Uh, but those stupid long lighters never work. No, God, Joe, trying to, yeah, those long lighters, they're never, uh, they're never good. They always, I, I just felt exactly what he was going through. I was like, why do, why do I buy those? <laughs> why do I ever get the urge to buy one of those? I had to, I had to start a, fi- start fires yesterday because I was smoking pork ribs and, uh, yeah, didn't God work. Damn it. <laughs> it didn't work. It's annoying me. Yeah. Um, so thankfully Miles shows up and shoots him and hits the tank and we get an explosion. Uh, Richter calls for a copter, says his whole team is team is dead and his remaining team definitely hurt him because they yeah. were like, <laughs> they were like, excuse me. Yeah, you can get the shot of like the fuck. Yeah. Uh, Miles and Nix are fine. We find out, except for Nix's fingers, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nix picks up her middle finger so she can properly signal Miles to fuck himself, throws the finger at Miles. Miles then tries to salvage it, says we need to get this on ice, and puts it in his pocket. Uh, Miles calls Dane Sid Dickless. Which Great is joke. Solid enough. Solid. Sid Vicious, yeah. Solid joke. It's very subtle. He doesn't, like, hang on it. He's just like, yeah. Sid Dickless over there said something, or I used my last bullet on Sid Dickless over there. Uh because he's down to one bullet, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nix reminds Miles of the one rule of video games. If you see enemies, go towards them. Obviously not a Pac-Man fan. Ooh, got him. See, I was thinking the one rule of video games is don't sit so close to the TV, your eyes will go cross-eyed. Yeah, I've heard that's, that. That's the other rule of video games. Yeah. Uh, is that what happened to you, Jeff? Yeah, that's exactly why I'm cross-eyed. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, So they pursue Richter. This is where they get to go after Richter. Yes. Uh, I'm going to get you canceled for that, Joe. (laughs) We'll see. Me, 
uh, Molly Fogarty, who also has Dwayne syndrome. Does she? Oh, she does. That's right. Yes. It's a syndrome? It's a syndrome, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Dwayne syndrome's coming for you, Joe. Jeff, who, who has it tougher, really, at the end of the day? The guy who's cross-eyed or the guy who only has one kidney? All right. You win. There we go. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> I'm clean. Whew. Okay. Uh, Richter is escaping with Nova, bumps into cop number two, tells him – oh, uh, Richter tells him to go fight his his battle for him. Cop two declines. Richter shoots him in the gut. Uh, but that's where he keeps all his M&Ms, Jeff. That's <laughs> like, true. All of his – they're all going to spill everywhere. It's just like 300. You get stabbed in the gut and gold pops <laughs> gold out. So they melt in your mouth, but not in your hand. Do they melt in your stomach? Apparently not. <laughs> they are intact. Uh, so we get another terrible Richter line. Look at him go. He's like a wounded deer. Go, go Bambi's, Bambi's mom. mom. Go. go. Yeah. Just. That's, I was I was trying to give Richter the benefit of the doubt just to be a contrarian. And I was like, nah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm done with this. Did this guy write his own dialogue? Every I'm, line he says is shit. I'm wondering if uh, he was in the room doing cocaine with him <laughs> and was like, right. And he wrote all his own lines. Is this that guy? No, the, the just, director is. No, this... I was just making a joke. This isn't a martini situation. No, but it feels like it. I mean, if, if I am, had to imagine who Jason Lee Howden is, it's this guy. It's Richter. It's, the no, guy it's, playing... it's Ned Dennehy. This Ned... is the guy that was in. Um, what's it called? Uh, Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, fuckface. We get to fuck... What did you call me? <laughs> Listen up, fuckface. We're talking about fuckface. Oh, okay. Fuckface is the guy in the donkey gimp mask. He is the final... Not the final boss. He's the Smithers of the Simpsons game. He is the Shredder to the Krang. Or the Bebop and Rocksteady to the Shredder. Wait, was Krang the last guy in that? Yeah, in uh, well, in Turtles in Time, he's the last guy. Because there's one where he's like, we're going to – I could talk about this forever. Okay, let's, Sorry. let's stop, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Nova uh, – oh, fuckface. <laughs> fuckface leads Schism's final stand. It's him and about ten other guys with machine guns, okay? So they're pretty much screwed, uh, uh, Nix and Miles. Mm-hmm. Then we flash back to Nova. Nova is scribbling something on the wall while Richter is blowing Cop 2's brains out. Calls it a... Oh, he calls it a Jackson Pollock. Yes. Okay, first clever line that he has. But I refuse to believe that he actually wrote it. My theory is that he probably wanted to, like, shoot Nova in the vagina and call it a George O'Keefe. Oh, Joe. (laughs) Sorry. That's Richter. I don't have to apologize. Oh, that's Uh, true. Okay. Richter seems disappointed that Nova isn't more into all the killing and the snappy lines. Yeah, he's he's like, come on, get into it. Yeah, cheer up, Buttercup. Nix reveals her secret to staying alive. She's always angry. Oh. She's always angry. She never wanted to give any fucker the satisfaction of killing her. Don't we all not want that? That's pretty much how you stay alive always. Is you don't give anybody the satisfaction of killing you. Yeah, that seems like something everybody everybody wants. Uh, she asked Miles to kill Richter for her. 
runs into gunfire, shoots a bunch of guys, reveals a belt laced with explosive, takes out Fuckface, the remaining guys, and Schism's main control station in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. And she eats a lot of bullets to, to die in her fireball. Yeah, she takes like five, six, and just mm-hmm. keeps running. Yeah, and she dies, and it's her biggest fear. She she fully embraces her fear and is ready to die. She dies via fireball. She's also very lucky someone didn't shoot her in the belt, like, first shot. <laughs> Correct. Um, Nova is scribbling a trail on the wall as she's being dragged upstairs. Yeah, she's she's uh, Hansel and Gretel-ing it. Yes, uh, and Miles emerges with... Rub- oh, mer- merges from the rubble alive... And sees the word roof with an arrow and mm-hmm. then follows it along the trail. Uh, we get our standoff on a rooftop. As hey. Copter arrives. The nerds are all watching. Richter gives Miles a deranged pep talk about how he made him a star. Ten million concurrent views. Says, yesterday you were fucking miserable. And now look at yourself. You're alive. Miles says, yeah, I am. That's more than I can say for you. Blap. Blap. Final shot. Shoots at Richter. Does he hit him? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Misses by a mile. It was very... Because the way the shot goes is it's that same sort of like following the bullet trajectory thing. But it's not following the actual bullet close up. It is just like a straight shot of uh, what Richter and Nova... And so yeah. you think the shot's going straight, but it just kind of drifts to the side yeah. slowly. It's pretty good. It's and, it's a good switcheroo. Yeah, you see a little concrete pop, and you're like, oh boy. That as, was... as bad as the rest of the movie was, the ending, this part of the ending was pretty good. Where it's just like, nothing that should be happening for this character is happening. Yeah, everything's going wrong for yeah, him. Yeah, he's still a perfect. loser. Yeah. Yes, after all of this, this hero's journey, he's still a fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, Miles gets his... Oh, wait, 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 this is great. Uh, so he missed by a mile. Even Glenjamin saw that in his mind movie. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> even even in his brain palace, Glenjamin knew that he missed the bullet. Or missed the guy with the bullet. Right. He's like, oh, God. Uh, Miles gets his shoulder blown off with a magnum. Gets back up and then takes two more shots. With a fucking ma- magnum. Yes, he gets blasted. Magnum. He gets flipped around with that shoulder shot. Uh, then Nova knocks Richter to the de- to the ground. Miles starts pistol whipping the shit out of him. Tosses him off a roof, or off the roof, but Richter hangs onto the edge. Richter gets his final lines. There are others. Schism's a global franchise now. We're going to be the Starbucks of murder, the McDonald's of massacre. Yeah, we'll be the Burger King of badness. I say the Arby's of anarchy, the Wendy's of wickedness, the Taco Bell of talking too much. Jeff, you got any? The Starbucks of slaughter. Come on, man. He blew it right off the top. He did. He screwed it up. Any more? The, uh, no, I got nothing. The red lobster running this joke into the ground. All right. Miles says, Nix <laughs> says, fuck you. All right. Miles says that Nix says, fuck that's, you. Yeah. He, he passed along a message from Nix. Shoves the middle finger into the his The Panda mouth. Express of pandemonium. There you go. 
knew it was coming. Uh, and I knew we couldn't go any further without it. I had to get one. I was not listening to you. I know. You're, I know exactly where your brain was. So uh, anyway, shoves that middle finger in his mouth. Starts cracking his fingers with the pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, smashes his fingers up until he lets go, falls to his death, blood everywhere. Miles and Nova make out over a dreamscape. Okay, we got like... He gets the girl, Joe. It's like the color of her hair in the background. He gets Mm. the girl. Psych! He smells the incense and the freshly opened packs of gum. Of gum, that's right. Psych! He is bleeding out and hallucinating. And she is too scared to help him. (laughs) Yes. She's horrified. Um... He seems disappointed that Nova isn't more into all the killing snappy lines. (laughs) Yeah. He's running into the same problem that Richter. You know, Jeff, when one guy feels that way about you, maybe it's them. But when two guys in a row, maybe it's you. Maybe it's Nova. Uh, Now the nerds will have to find something else to watch on the Internet. Oh, right. (laughs) And and. Yeah, it says she has PTSD. I just we'll come back to that in a, in a second. It says that she has post traumatic stress disorder. Oh, that's my next line. Okay, yeah. Nova has so much PTSD from that night that she made a comic book. Exactly. <laughs> she's cannot look at him. So much PTSD, but she's gonna steal his life story, his life rights to create a comic about it and basically make that hurt what she lives is really. Yeah, she probably makes that comic a billion times over. Yes. So good job with the PTSD. Yep. So uh, Miles got his hands fixed, but his doctor suggested that he hold a pair of guns for two weeks to ease them back into normal <laughs> normal activity. Really ease, ease them off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes to kill everyone else in Schism. I smell a sequel, Jeff. Oh, boy. And it really, they really lay it on thick. It does the whole thing where he's like, he's facing away from the camera like zooms in on him and he's talking about like you know like my job isn't over there's more people out there just like richter it's my job to stop him yeah here it comes you know it's coming 100 percent lays it on thick but then jason lee howden maybe he saved us oh glenjamin shows up again oh yeah glenjamin is that how he saves us no, he saves us by going doing a ton of racism, so nobody will want to make a sequel to this movie. There you go. Yes, that's right. Um, we get when the shit goes down. You better be better ready. Better be ready. Glenjamin shows up. End of movie. Citrus Hill. Little Citrus Hill. Close Little it out. Citrus Hill. I liked it, Joe. I did too. I hate to admit it. It was <laughs> a guy fun seems movie. like a prick. It was a fun movie. I've, so I watched so many of these movies, and I watch them, and I'm like, ah, Kate's not going to watch this. But I finished this movie, and I was like, we could probably watch this. On, like, a Saturday night, like, throw it on as you're, like, drifting in and out of sleep, you know, yeah. not wanting to go to bed sort of movie. Yes. It's, it's pretty good. It's 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 definitely got its moments. It's got good um, – What well, we, I was going to say, instead of us reviewing it, how did Kate feel about it? She didn't watch it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Continue. I was going to say um, – for all of its terribleness and all of its faults, it does have some fun, like, cinematography. Yes. Like, when, when Nix is uh, beating up all the bad guys um, before she gets the weapons cache where you talked about the Natural Born Killer shot. Mm-hmm. That has a lot of cool cinematography in it where, like, a guy will get flipped and the camera goes with him. And it kind of, like, tracks with what she's doing. And, and kind of, like, it does the thing. Hey, Teddy. 
it does the thing where it like starts fat it like goes fast and then it like slows down around some mayhem that's happening then zips around to something else and slows down around some like there was some effort put into this movie there was some good effort and 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 there there was a vision here which is a lot more than can be said for like the assignment you know yes so my analogy is it's a lot like when um it's a lot like that person if i could use like a human analogy it's like that person in high school that is really really funny but every once in a while they go a little too far or off the rails mm-hmm. and say something just batshit insane. Yeah. And I'm saying this like this wasn't me in high school. But it I was, was me I was in high say, school. Like, <laughs> it's 100% me. And that's why I have a kinship with this movie. It's when you – it's like really the essence of it is good. But it goes a little bit too far at times, says some things that are just irritating and grating. That's yeah. what this movie was. And it's it's the cocaine energy where it's just like – Balls to the wall. No second drafts. Like we had one take martini. This is one draft uh, Howden. There's balls to the wall. One draft. Everything goes as hard and as fast as it possibly can at all moments. There's no lingering on anything. Stream of consciousness action comedy. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And um, it it was it was fun. It was. You know, I, had a, I had a fun time covering it. I had a fun time watching it the first time, rewriting notes on it. It's great. No, you know, not to come back to the assignment, but it's pretty much the polar opposite of, of how I felt watching that polar opposite was such a boring slog to get through. And this was like, when I pause movies and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm already 45 minutes into this movie. That's how I know it's a good movie. But when I paused, like I told you, I think I paused the assignment three times in the first 25 minutes. Yeah. And it was just a slog. So it's fun. I would definitely say watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's yes. especially if you want to see what may or may not be Daniel Radcliffe's penis. May or may not. May or may not. Who knows? But it, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It is. There is a little bit of the body gore element to it. I mean, but the, he gets guns bolted to his hands like you're you got to know gonna, you're going to get that. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Samara Weaving. I mean, Samara Weaving's fantastic. I'll watch pretty much anything she's been in. Yeah. Um, if I could just give a little Samara Weaving plug, obviously Ready or Not, great movie. The Babysitter, mm-hmm. I think is the where she got her start. Also a fantastic movie. Um, she's gonna be in something else. She might be in the Bill and Ted remake. Oh boy. She's gonna be in something that's like big, big. Yeah. Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah. She's gonna be in the. Um, and she's gonna be in a GI Joe Origins movie. Ah, look at that. Interesting. Uh, so she's going big. I like her a lot. She's got a great scream. Um, I would watch any movie just for that scream. Yeah. Um. Real quick, while we're doing plugs for movies, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. He was in a, a series of these small indie movies. I don't know if anybody's heard about him. There. He's like a wizard. He goes to a school. Yeah. There's eight eight of these movies. So if you get into him, you can really get into him. It's called like like Harvey Baker, something like that. Harvey, Harvey Baker. <laughs> It's it's definitely yeah. like like a job like like oh Potter Harvey Potter I see I was gonna yeah, say he's in a bunch yeah he's in a bunch of Harvey Potter movies so um, definitely check those out those are on HBO Max I think I don't have to read them though right it's just a movie no and and the uh, the person who made them definitely not an insane uh, transphobe <laughs> good for good for that um, and yeah. she definitely doesn't pop up every six months and be like oh um. 
Hermione was uh, non-binary. <laughs> it's just Did like she, she say just, that. She just pops up and is J.K. Rowling just pops up and is like, oh, this minor character is this random trait that never shows up, just to like get some cred. But then she's an insane transphobe, so it doesn't make any sense either. Very interesting. Uh, so good. We got uh, what's his name? Daniel. Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Got him a little little cred. Little little bump. He'll get the uh, uh, reactionaries bump. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Joe, we went from a hyper-stylized version of Earth to a post-apocalyptic version of Earth. Next week what? is the Will and Jaden Smith vehicle. Uh, Whoa. Super movie, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Jeff! What a twist! What a twist! This it's movie too- must be humongous! 2013's After Earth, which has a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and here is the description. A crash landing leaves Katai Rage and his father Cypher stranded on Earth, a millennium after events forced humanity's escape. With Cypher injured, Katai must embark on a perilous journey to signal for help. And I'm sure, since it's M. Night Shyamalan, everything will be very straightforward, and he doesn't show up at all. Jeff, we got a problem because this movie has to be amazing. <laughs> no, I know. This might be the best movie that's ever been made. <laughs> After Earth. After Earth. So, I think, uh, unless you have any final words about Guns Akimbo, Joe. No, I just enjoyed it. I would watch it again. That's maybe only two movies I've said that uh, we've covered so far that I would say that about. Uh, Fast Four, the really bad one. Clearly. And the assignment. Correct. Yes. All right. Fuck guns akimbo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app of choice. If you didn't like what you heard, just rate, uh, just subscribe. Don't rate and review. We don't care what you have to say. Just give us your download. So uh, this has been Guns Akimbo. <laughs> we'll be back next week with After Earth. So for Joe, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening and stay away from turd filled pinatas when the shit goes down you better be ready you better be ready right yeah, yeah. living on fat pockets on coke with the cat rolling around the night